It's showtime. What's going on, everybody? This Sunday evening, welcome to the Fila Sports Podcast. That is the Forever I Love Atlanta Sports Podcast. Hometown guys talking hometown sports. It's your boy, Coach Mario, and the man known as the Don. My co-host. What's good? How y'all doing this evening? I know a lot of y'all, especially y'all George Bulldog fans, y'all happy y'all, you know, beat the Swamp Rats yesterday. I appreciate that because, you know, I've been waiting for Florida to get their up- upcomings. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, ever since that Peach Bowl game back in um December last year. So thank you. Q and we'll let y'all yeah. know what that's about later. All right. So um <laughs> if y'all new to the channel, y'all already know what to do. Hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, share this content out with other Atlanta sports fanatics, and hit us up in the comment section. As always. Come holla. It's your hometown sports podcast. All right. Um we're here tonight talking Falcons football. I know it's a bye week. But hey, it's the middle of the season, so we're gonna do a mid-season review on a team. I know a lot of people, you know, it's, it's a lot of negativity saying that, um, hey, well, we won at seven. What's what's good to talk about? Well, it's a lot. So with that being said, uh, we want to go ahead and introduce our guest there from the What's Up Falcons podcast. How you guys doing this evening? Doing pretty good, man. Thanks for having us on, man. We appreciate that. I appreciate y'all yeah, coming that's on Rob, too, and, uh, and I'm Q And uh, thanks for having us on Alright Appreciate y'all coming on Let them let, let them know where they can find you guys at yeah. Your handles and all of that Definitely check us out man we, uh, We've we been doing it for at least five seasons straight here And uh, you can check us out at uh, What'supfalcons.com You can also check us out at, on, at Twitter you can check us out on iTunes, and you can check us out on SoundCloud too. It's all the What's Up Falcons. What's yes. going on? And they do a good job, you guys. So if y'all ain't uh, subscribed to their channel or um, subscribe to them on um, iTunes, go ahead and do that, you guys. You right. appreciate it. No problem. Appreciate it. Also, y'all already know where y'all can find us at. Uh, y'all can find us on Twitter at FILA underscore SP. Instagram, FILA Sports Podcast, and on Facebook, FILA Sports Podcast. We also have um, Spotify and Google Play for everybody I love Atlanta Sports Podcast. So um, subscribe to us over there as well. If you don't like the video, if you don't like the video, I know we, you know, not handsome, good looking men to some of you guys. So y'all just want to listen to the audio. That's fine too. <laughs> Speak for yourself, dog. Speak, speak, speak for yourself, dog. I, I used to, I used to model. Model what? Steve, what? Mass. How about Mass. Say, what you modeling on? Uh, what Steve, Steven, Stevenson, yeah, uh, I, jerseys or I, something? Yeah, I saw one. I saw, I saw, I saw, hey, I hey, went to Southwest hey. Cab, dog. I don't forget. I went to Southwest Cab. I support and in the community was well, well your money where your money going to though where your money going to <laughs> stevenson thank you thank you stevenson <laughs> yeah, exactly. you're right i saw one of you dudes on skype so you definitely have a face for radio <laughs> <laughs> oh man they got jokes it must be you he saw <laughs> he didn't see me because i ain't can't nobody see me on here unless, unless it's on youtube hey, somebody on youtube 
We know you came on a couple weeks ago with face paint on done. Weeks. We know. Go with face paint on done. We know. Okay. Hey, that's all anyway. cool. Yeah, I, I know my spot. So hey. All right. Go ahead. Let's go ahead and run down the uh, business for the week. I'm gonna sit right here and uh, drink on my ginger right. beer real quick. All right, ginger beer. Ginger beer. Uh, uh, the Blaze, the Blaze offseason, nothing going on with the Blaze right now. The Brave, um, they declined Billy Hamilton's option. Uh, we knew that was coming, though, uh, this year. Uh, Dream, we did a Dream show last week. Nothing much happened with the Dream. If you were late, they unveiled that they uh, new logo. They'll be playing in College Park next year. We talked about that last week. Um, Atlanta United, go ahead, Don. I know you. Man, I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eastern Conference Finals was played Wednesday um, in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We lost that game 2-1. to one. Looked like, you know, the very beginning of the game, the first, what, few minutes of the game that we was going to run away with the game, and then we had a chance to get a penalty kick and did not go in. And ever since after that, it just everything went downhill. So we're eliminated from the MLS Cup playoffs. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of fans, a lot of Atlanta f- sports fans saying that Georgia curse. Georgia curse don't apply to Atlanta United. They won. They won this cup already. Not, it's, the Mer- it's the Mercedes. Well, Benz. it's not a Mercedes Benz curse because United won in the stadium last year. So it's not it's not a curse. Mm, but they, won, they, they lost Wednesday night. Well, it looked like they are going to run away with it. But it was that Joseph Somebody kicked. Yeah. That, everything went downhill from there. They played it. Yeah. 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 And, but, you know, like, hey, like I said, and then we also won an international cup. We won the Capillon's Cup. And then we also won a, uh, the U.S. Open Cup. So, hey, that's still a great year for, you know, United United. So, hey, it is what it is. Can't yeah, win them all. So. And, and don't forget Tiger Woods. Tiger, oh, Tiger Woods, y'all. Oh, yeah, Tiger Woods, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Last weekend, Tiger Woods. 82nd, 82nd like victory. Yeah. All right, Coach, go ahead and talk about what the Hawks do, man. Uh, the Hawks, uh, man, um, Monday we had Philly. We lost it by 2, 105 to 103. Uh, Philly took it. And then Tuesday we had Miami and um, – at home, and we dropped that one 112 to 97. Uh, then Thursday, we actually took on Miami again, and we dropped that one 106 to 97. Um, couple guys banged up. Trey rolled his ankle, uh, he's out of the walking boot. Matter of fact, they said he was actually out of the walking boot the same night that he rolled his ankle. And uh, I actually heard that he did some jogging and a little light work today, so uh, Trey should be back. Sometime uh, I know the game on Thursday, John Collins. He looked like he was limping and walked back to the locker room. He rolled his ankle, yeah. John rolled his ankle as well. Uh, Thursday, I saw that, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I uh, they said that he's gonna be okay too, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, guys are gonna have ankles and knees in the NBA, but god, first week of the season, it's like, man, come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you guys think about uh, man? I, I, man. I, I, we we did a Hawks preview show several weeks ago, and it was like before the draft. I was super quiet, and I put it on Twitter that I didn't kind of want Cam Reddish, and everybody was excited about Cam Reddish. So I was like, you know, let me be quiet and hope I'm wrong. But at Duke, I saw Cam Reddish running around throwing up a whole bunch of bad shots. 
<laughs> and it's kind of seeming like that's what I'm seeing in the NBA too. So, but you know, he got he got time. Yeah. He's a young boy, you know. Yeah, he's a young boy. His defense is nice, but uh, offensively, he probably should have waited yeah. one more year. And 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 this is what's wrong with the, the Hawks right now, man. It's, it's defense. I know somebody said that we need a center, which is true. But overall, we don't have any defense on this team. We have to score. We got to pretty much put up 140, 140 points just to win the game. That's just how it is. So yeah. we don't have nobody that to knock nobody yeah. on their ass. Sounds like let's no. Nah, let's 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 keep it one hundred. That sounds like a, all all Atlanta sports teams. So no no defense, just all offense. I mean, you know, I, I I know it's twenty. I, well, almost twenty twenty. But I mean, I want my seven footer to stay in the paint and knock somebody on their behind and not shooting threes. But that's just right. I'm old school. Yeah, you know. All right. Uh, college, we ran through college yesterday. Unless you was under the rock yesterday, uh, UGA beat Florida 24-17. Almost the exact score I predicted y'all Wednesday. I said 23-16, except I had Florida winning. But, but hold on, hold on. But remember what I said, though. And you was right. You was right. You know, but remember what I said. The team that went, the team that always scored the first touchdown is going to win. If it's Florida or is it uh, Georgia. And Georgia scored the first touchdown, and look, lo and behold, they won the game. Yeah, I, um, you know, some questionable calls. You guys, you guys actually thought that Georgia was going to lose to Florida? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Bulldog fan, but you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I didn't, you know, I, didn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I didn't, I didn't feel good about yesterday's game all week. So we we do a Wednesday show, and that's a, a college preview show college football so Wednesday on the Wednesday shows I predicted uh, Georgia to lose so obviously I'm happy I was wrong <laughs> yeah. yeah super happy to be wrong about that one yeah yeah I knew um, I knew Florida was a stack to box they do it every year and they mm-hmm. shut down the run but I was Georgia stuck with the run yeah and late in the second quarter late in the fourth quarter they were able to bust some long runs that right. won the game for them but um, they had to you know, they had to deal with Florida stacking the box. And Florida's very good at stopping the run. And and I don't have any problem with that because I'm a and, sh- and I don't have any problem with that because I'm a huge from guy. I just think that, you know, Kirby plays it close to the best and won't open it up. But I'm a from guy, so I don't have any problem with letting From go throw it around. You know, and, and From was excellent on third down. Yep, just like last year. Third third mm-hmm. and from. Yep. <laughs> third and Grantham. <laughs> uh Georgia Tech lost yesterday, uh twenty to ten versus Pitt, uh at home. You know, like I say, we, we expected we knew Coach Scott was gonna struggle the first couple years. Gotta get old Lyman in there. It's not gonna be pretty next year either, y'all. Um Georgia Southern Thursday. Just like I told y'all, they would go to App State and win the game. I knew they would. Man, they that team is that team right there, oh, man, is game. is amazing. Like Coach Lump, Coach Lumphrey is coaching I've those kids up, man. Yeah. Like all the stuff they didn't went through this season, and they went like this, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's an emotional roller coaster, you know, from your quarterback going through and then losing a teammate player, you know. So, uh, but shout out to them. Um. Kennesaw State, I also told y'all that they had Mama Saturday and it would not be an easy game. Mama, uh, you can't really say it's an upset, though. You know, Monmouth won the game. They yeah. were both undefeated in conference play, so mm-hmm. Monmouth is a good team. Really can't say it was an upset. Uh, they beat Kennesaw State 45-21. to um, That's Kennesaw State's second loss. 
of the season, but that was a conference game, and now Kennesaw State uh, has a conference loss, and Monmouth is undefeated in a conference, so that was a huge game. So we'll see what uh, shakes it off. And pretty much our other teams uh, had a bye, and of course we'll do our HBCUs on Wednesday. And that brings us to the Dirty Birds. <laughs> All right, Kick it so bye week. Right now, I don't look at – look. Football Outsiders is the only credible source I look at for stats. All right. I don't look nowhere else. Right. Um, so, right now, DVOA rank is uh, Football Outsiders. Our defense is ranked 30th overall, 31st in pass, 11th in run. I'm kind of scratching my head like, we 11th, 11th run defense? I don't know about that. But, hey, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> offense, we, eight, we ranked 18th overall, so pretty much below average offense right now. Um, reason why, because yeah, we 15th in pass, but look at where we sit at the run. We're 24th in run offense. So if you can't run the ball, your offense is going to be stagnant. Yep. Yep. Run the ball, stop the run, man. The, the basic principles of football that will never right. go. So, away. uh, I want to, you know, talk to you guys. What y'all, what you guys think? What's wrong with this defense, man? Because we, we know the offense is we know the offense it is what it is right now. Uh, but what do you guys think about this defense? Man, we've been trying to figure that out for weeks now. I mean, it's not just one 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 thing, man. We you know, it you know it, it looks like coaching one week, then it looks like the players are not you know not really playing up to their uh, potential. It's just like. Then you you know we never know exactly what it is. We're still trying to figure it out. I mean, I, I still can come up. With I mean, what you well, go ahead. I mean, personally, I feel like it's um, there's no pass rush. Yeah. So no pass rush at all. So that's a that's a you know hang up right there. And then also yeah. there's no um, you know the the uh, secondary the um the corners the safeties they're just getting beat. Y'all know why there's no pass. Yeah. Yeah. I expected that going into this season, so I'm not surprised by it. Y'all know why there's no pass rush? Why? Tell me. All right. If you look at Vic Beasley and you look at Tack McKinley, those are our, and then Greatest Jared, those are three guys that we rely on as far as pass rush. Right. All right. Now, take Greatest Jerry out of the equation because he's a D tackle. If you look at Vic Beasley and Tack McKinley, you look at other DNs or pass rushes in the league. What's there? What's our weakness? What's our Achilles' heel with these two guys? It's a size. It's a size. You asking? Yeah. You asking? Attack McKinley and the Vic Beasley. These guys, I'm pretty sure, don't even weigh over 250. To go up against 300 plus pound linemen for yeah. 50 some snaps a game, you really think they're going to get a high win percentage and and um and get into the quarterback? This is this right here goes back, and I, and I'm, I know I'm skipping through the notes. This right here, it is it, not a Vic Beasley problem. It's not a Tat McKinley problem. It's kind of a Dan Quinn problem, but it's right mainly a Thomas Dimitro problem because right. we drafted these guys and thinking that these guys were going to be successful. And let's let's be honest with the Vic Beasley situation. We this man been playing out of position for years right. since he's been here. He's a linebacker. He's played better in coverage, in my opinion. But yeah, he can pass. He can pass rush as well. Like you look at Anthony Barr. This is Vic Beasley supposed to be where Anthony Barr is right now. I 
Man, I've I've been saying this for man, I've I've been saying this forever. I don't, you know, Eric, I just said I wasn't about to say this, but I don't dislike Vic Beasley. Everybody think I do. I never disliked Vic Beasley. I didn't want him out of college because I knew what we were gonna do with him. I'm sorry. Um I'm 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 <laughs> when you're two hundred and thirty pounds, you don't slap down guys' hands who are three hundred and thirty pounds. You don't I, do right. it. <laughs> you don't right. and I knew you can't and I love, I love, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 yeah, Grady. I love Grady. Agreed. I love yeah. Grady. And I love D, uh, Dion. But they're undersized. Mm-hmm. They're undersized. Right. So when you put that in the middle, like, I'm sorry, Dion does not fight off blocks. He's able to run through in space. He doesn't fight off guard. You see guards come out on Dion. Yeah. He's terrible. He's not. He's undersized. So, like you said, that's a bad recipe, and that's why I never wanted Vic Beasley because of, I was afraid of how we were going to use him. Do think he could have been successful it, if we used him correctly? Well, well, that's what Quinn wanted, though. Quinn, yep. you can't have really heavy guys, you know. But now he's figuring out. You can be fast and be physical, but you still a little too light in the ass. Yeah, not on, you know? not on, not on, not on, not only that, man. Like Quinn, it, that's the problem. Our identity. We tried to carbon copy another team, hence the Seattle Seahawks, and thinking that oh, this this method is going to work in Atlanta. No, it did not. Right. It did not. Because you got to look at the Seattle defense. Not only they was fast and physical guys, but those guys bigger. were smart. Those guys, bigger. they were bigger. They were bigger. But, God, look, those guys had high football IQ. Right. You telling me Devondre Campbell has a high a football IQ. If somebody say that, please, please, please let me know where you at right now. <laughs> no. I saw Matt Mike's video about uh, DeAndre, man. <laughs> No zone defense works, like you said. No zone defense works without pressure, especially if your primary pressure is four. And you have to have, and you have to have. If you're gonna bring, you have to get pressure. You can't just let a guy stand back there because the zone. And and in the zone, you have to have high football IQ players. You have to. This is why you see a Devontae Campbell. He don't know what's going on at all. He looking around like, what am I supposed to do? 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 Like, dude. Like and then when the play happens, two receivers run right through his zone. Wow! And I'm gonna kill this right here. And I yes, I want all the smoke for this. And uh, Chase Young, no, I don't want him in Atlanta. The dude weigh two sixty five, and you already know scouting on scouting reports they add ten extra pounds to these players. So he probably went two fifty five right now. Right. So you telling me? You bring in a Chase Young, okay, and you put him with Grady Jerry and Tat McKinley. No, man. No. No. So, we, you guys want to get rid of Vic Beasley to bring in another Vic Beasley. That's what you're asking me. That's what you're asking me. I'm not, I'm not comparing Chase Young to Vic Beasley. I'm just, just weight-wise. Right. Weight-wise. Please. But listen. But listen. <laughs> here's my here's my, here's, here's my spill. If you guys ain't heard of this, uh, this Iowa DN, AJ Spencer, that's the guy we need to draft. Dude's like 280, uh, 282, 85, I believe. Six six. Very smart on DN. I think he'll be a good fit for what we need. But yeah, I I just want to shoot those uh Chase Young people. Let's 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 um let's um let's tank for Chase Young. I first off, I don't even believe in tanking. I, I'm sorry. I'm not I'm I'm not you right. you, you telling people who professional athletes who get paid 
for a living to lose games on purpose. The better you play, the more exactly. you make. Why exactly. would I go try to play bad? That's exactly. dumb. Oh, man. <laughs> what you guys think about that? Oh, well, everything I've seen is um, from uh, these uh, these little drafts. They're saying we're going to take uh, a guy from Alabama, Raekwon. I can't remember his last name. But they said, that's what they said we're going to take with our first-round pick, Raekwon, somebody out of Alabama. He's a defensive pass rusher. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're saying we're taking with our our first pick in these uh, mock drafts. So I don't know, man. He's, I mean, obviously the defense needs some work. The pass rush needs some work. But, I mean, there's so many things you got to fix. The offensive line, the defensive pass rush. The cornerbacks. I don't know how you fix this thing in one year. Even if you bring Look, a new coach, even if you bring a new coach, I mean, we're still a long way away from winning consecutive games. Here, here's the thing, man. This 2020 draft, we need to draft in the trenches. I don't want to hear that about no receivers, no running backs, no kick returner, no punt returner, no no kicker. No, we need to be drafting in trenches. D line, O line, and and yes, I may entertain getting one outside linebacker. Who's 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 pretty much who's multifaceted? Who can also uh, put the hands in the dirt and uh, get out to the quarterback? Other than that, it needs to be in the trenches. You win games, you win championships in the trenches. Point blank, simple. All right. Um, go ahead and go in the chat real quick, Coach. All right, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for joining us, JF. Thanks for joining us, Tabitha. Hey, how you doing, Herman? Uh, Herman Garcia said, got to make a statement against New Orleans. I don't know if you were trolling or not, Herman. I see Tabitha was laughing, too. Look, man, look, 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 right now. That sounds like trolling. Look, right now, look, if we can go, if we can go forward 12, I'd be happy. If we can beat the Saints twice and beat San Francisco, I'm good. Right. Look, man. Anything can happen, man. <laughs> wow. I don't care if we lose all the rest of the games or win. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. If we ain't going to the playoffs, we ain't got a shot. I don't. I don't really care about spin, finishing respect. So you, so you, so you up for tanking then? No, that's not. The, no, that's not what I said. I said I don't care. I, I care. Like what? I'm gonna get up Six and ten versus four and twelve. Oh, you know what I'm saying. Neither one is going to get us to the playoffs. So I'm personally, I kill. damn, like you know, like whatever. You know, no, I'm not for tanking. I want to win, but if I want to win to go to the playoffs, like winning. Well, men I want to knock teams out. I want to. I want to knock teams' chances to getting into the playoffs. That's what. I, that's what I want to do. Oh no, that would be fun. Oh yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, playing spoiler could be fun. Yeah. By the uh, way, fellas, Tampa Bay ended up beating the Seahawks. In overtime, they won. They yeah. did. See? Uh, <laughs> James Winston went off. We're doomed, fellas. We're doomed. Hey. <laughs> what's going on, AJ? AJ? <laughs> what's going on, AJ? AJ Evans uh, joined us. He said, this is the best week we've had all season. Stress-free Sunday. <laughs> JF, said, <laughs> JF said, Cam's defense and energy on the boards have been really good. Just waiting for the uh, shot to start. He was referring to the Cam Reddish, and we were talking about Cam Reddish earlier. Right. And uh, I-20 Eric, one of our I-20 Eric and JF, those are our super loyal listeners. Uh, Eric said, Georgia has the number one uh, SEC defense and the number four defense in the nation. And he called 28-21 Georgia. Yeah, you did. did, Eric. You did. And uh, had the seven-point win right. Yep. We were both right on the seven points. You know, I was just I just had the wrong team winning. Uh, 
And Eric said, Fromm showed me a lot Saturday. He finally started to attack the middle of the field. Eric, I'm, I'm surprised, Eric. That's the one thing I'm surprised about you, Eric, that you you aren't as high on Fromm as I am. I'm surprised, Eric, you know. And uh, he said, also, Coley, start, Coley starting to crawl crossing routes finally. No, nah, it wasn't Coley. Kirby opened it up. I don't think it was Coley. Uh, and and um, Eric also said, shout out to Cager. Georgia needs him. They don't really have a wide receiver that can replace him. Yep. And uh, Tabitha said, oh, Lord, not sure what that was, too. <laughs> and Eric also said, as, sure, as long as you give a seven-yard cushion, you aren't getting a pass rush regardless. Yeah, I guess, you know, and, and that is something we also have to say as well. We don't have a pass rush, but sometimes quarterbacks do get rid of the ball really quick, quickly on us. So we do have to be a little bit fair on that as well. And uh, are we back at Falcons again? Yeah, we're back at Falcons. Uh, so yeah. I mean, uh, I've seen play yard cushion. I'm like, you realize you're giving more cushion than yardage they need. But mm-hmm. hey, Dan Quinn's in control of the defense, so ben, Dan Quinn's defense. But Ben don't break. Ben don't break, but Ben does break. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yep. And our Chapman, what's going on, our Chapman? He said we're too light in the pants. And uh, mm-hmm. Tabitha was agreeing with you, um, Don, and said, "Yep, we had players like Sh- Sherman who were very smart, and yep. our DBs aren't that smart." <laughs> well, uh, true, true is smart player, man. But thing, I, I just hate that we're, I just, I just hate that we're playing that cover three bullcrap, man. Like. True is good press coverage. You get his man, his man press coverage. I'm telling you, nothing is coming his way. I mean, but you know, it's not press. It's not press at all. You know what I'm saying? I have to tell you because I'm I'm a, know, defensive a defensive guy too. Guy, you know, people think press. <laughs> people think press coverage means you have to get your hands on the wide receiver. I'm sorry, that's not what press coverage means. You know. Press coverage does. They're thinking. They're thinking. They're thinking, man. Well, yeah, man. Yeah. Press coverage means you keep your. You body keep your body in front of them. You not. You not giving him. You're not giving him a five. You're not giving him five ten yards off off the line of scrimmage. That's come on, man. I'm a deep. I'm a DB at heart, man. Come on, now. Don't go try to insult my intelligence, man. No, no, don't. It wasn't for you, Don. For our listeners, I went. No, no. I hear y'all guys. But exactly. I was a safety too, and I coached it. Come on now. Okay. Yeah, you okay. know I coach as well. I wasn't talking to you, Don. <laughs> I'm just saying, majority of people when they hear press coverage, they think get a hand. No, on no, no, that's actually no. not with press coverage. That's what the general football fan thinks. Guys who not DB guys thinks that's not what no. press coverage means. You a yard off. You a yard so, off the line of scrimmage, we, and that and you playing man. Instead of if you look at what we're doing, we're giving them five ten yards off the line of scrimmage, and like that's <laughs> that's not good. So. We're, we're playing the we're playing the soft especially on third and five scrimmage. Like, exactly. All they gotta do is run a, a, a quick curl and boom, you got it. Exactly. We don't play any leverage. We don't play any leverage. Classic classic example. What Georgia was playing yesterday. They were playing what inside. Georgia was leverage. playing yesterday. They were playing inside leverage. Inside leverage. They start taking away the dig and the slant. Inside leverage. We don't do that. We don't play any leverage. We don't play any leverage and. Man, guys, just eating us up. You can't not play leverage and not have a pass rush. <laughs> you can. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. It's t- you see what happens when you do. <laughs> Seven, eight yards, just uh, quick right. down the seam all day. It's open. No, I agree but with you. A guy that's getting paid million dollars a year 
right. which I also see that isn't seeing that, and he's coming 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 every day every week with the same defense and and just getting ate up. And I'm just like, do you know the definition of insanity? I mean, Doing the same thing over again, expecting different results. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, coach. Keep, finish up in the chat, man. So we can go through. Oh, okay. Uh, Eric said, "I'm really going over to AJ if we get a pass rusher in the first. I don't know what you mean by that, Eric. You're going over to AJ, AJ. Spencer, the, the uh, kid from Iowa. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. If we, okay, that's what he's referring to. Okay. Uh, and that Georgia boy said he's on bye mm. week like the Falcons. <laughs> you still got to join us though. Uh, and Tabitha said. She can't stand them. Watch the. Uh, she can't stand to watch them get the brakes beat off them by the Saints. Man. It's going to be brutal. And he said Falcons should have played yeah. this week. Maybe they would have won today. Why you think they? Man, won folks today was up there putting stuff out there. Time about so we lost to the bye week. They were <laughs> talking about we lost to the bye week twenty eight fourteen. I'm saying like, come on y'all. Like, <laughs> <All right>, man. <laughs> Who's our next game? Is it Tampa Bay? I think it's the Panthers next yeah. week, ain't it? Is it the Panthers? Yeah. Look, that's okay. a shame that we don't even know who we're playing. Normally, normally, you know, every game. Look, man, I, I, you know, I'm in my coaching mentality. I don't look at the schedule three weeks in the head. I look at the opponent right in front of me. So, I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure it's the Panthers. I'm pretty sure it's, it's the either the Panthers or the Saints. Let me check it, man. Let me check. Let me check. That's what he's asking. Let me see. The next opponent. <laughs> Seven days from now, who's the next opponent? Hey, thanks for joining, growing folks. What's good, man? Appreciate you joining, man. If you ain't subscribed, man, subscribe to the channel, man. I hate to tell y'all, I think it's the uh, Saints. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what they were saying. That's why. Uh, Tabitha was oh yeah, saying, it is the Saints. On the Saints yeah. earlier. That's why. And then after that, uh, and then after that, we got to go to Carolina. So it's two. We got two road games coming up. So yeah. Ugh. But check it out. After the and then after the Panthers, we're gonna go to Tampa, and then we're gonna go yeah. back to the Saints. We're gonna we're gonna mess around and beat the Saints yeah. one of them times. We got a lot of division games coming up, but and I think this is the reason why. I think this is the reason why uh, Quinn wasn't fired, and we're gonna get to that in a minute, um, because he does he normally does well against uh, the division. Like it just last year, we just we just cannot beat right. the Saints last year. The Saints just had our number both times, but I really think that Thanksgiving game. I was just about yeah. to ask you about that, so go ahead and go ahead and give me your spiel <laughs> about that one. I was going to ask you about that one. What about Quinn? Why couldn't we beat the Saints? Why can't we beat Man. the Saints last year? I look. I think this. And how can we do it? And how can we do it this year? Yeah. Even worse I think. I think. La I think I last year when we played. When we year. played. In uh, New Orleans, man, I, I just really think that it was like bad calls. Like there was targeting when called. Um, it, like I said, it was a lot of bad calls that weren't called in that game. I'm not trying to put the game in the rough hands, but hey, if, if a couple of calls would have came our way, hey. it would we, we would pretty much would have won the game. Now when we played in the um, we played here in, in Atlanta, yeah, like that was just a shootout and we couldn't even stop them. So hey, wow. I'll tell you why. The Saints do play fast and physical, unlike us, and they're better coached than us. Sean, wow. that's yeah. why. 
That's why. Yep. Can't know that. They got it. They got a better <laughs> there you defense. Know. There you, you know, we we hate them, but I'm sorry, Sean Sean Payton. He's a damn good coach. <laughs> he is. You know, yeah, he's that he's coach. I coach. hate him, but man, I sure love him having him on my side. He's one of those guys. I hate him. But no. can we get him? Y'all about to be <laughs> y'all 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 about to be mesmerized so, here in a minute uh, once I tell y'all about these the, the coaches I want to come to Atlanta. But um but yeah. That's the that's the next thing I wanted to get to. That's the next thing I wanted to get to. So we are we all on the same page? Um wins out. Go ahead, y'all. Go ahead. You can go ahead and start on that. Start that out, man. And I, I, I'll, you know, we'll piggyback off of that. Well, person, I, I do think Dan Quinn's out, but who do you pick up? I mean, who do you pick up? That's I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. Well, let me know because I'm curious. Look, these are my these are my coaching candidates right here. All right. All right. My idea. Well, first off, you got to look at from the top on down. So. Let's be honest. Well, we'll get to the GM in a minute. And I feel like the GM is the most important piece to this team's future. All right? I agree. That's that that's just my that's just my opinion. Now here's my idea of a head coach. And, it, and this is ranking in order from one from uh greatest to least. Rex Ryan, Wade Phillips. Yeah, I know Wade Phillips is a little old up there in age, yeah. but I, he can coach some defense. Don Martindale, I don't know if y'all know who Don Martindale is, but he's a defensive coordinator for the uh, Ravens. Very smart, methodical um, defensive uh, coach. Um, I think he came from that um, that Rex Ryan coaching tree. So, yeah. Uh, Todd Bulls, I know a lot of people say, well, he couldn't even get, uh, get a uh, winning season up there in the Jets because the Jets organization suck, man. That's why. Like, they didn't really, you know, I don't didn't really give him a chance up there. And then another person would be Dennis Allen. You see what Dennis Allen did to that Saints defense the past few years since he's been down there. He turned it around. So those those five guys right there should work. And a lot of people pretty much sitting up here saying that I don't like Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan ain't good. Watch this. I'm about to pull something up on the screen for you guys. Like I said, I'm, I'm about I'm about to show y'all something. All right. All right. I hear you, man, but my thing here is that when we went to the Super Bowl, what do we have? We had an offensive-minded um, head coordinator, offensive head coordinator, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, yeah I, I get that. But look, here's, here is Rex Ryan's defense, all right? Now, we know he spent, what, nine years in a uh, Ravens organization, all right? They had the Super Bowl run in 2000, and they, they won it. Now, since this whole time in Baltimore, when he was a defensive line, defensive coordinator coach, his defense was always in the top 10. Always in the top 10. All right? Then he went to New York. Uh, his first season in New York, defense was ranked uh, first. And these, these are DVOA rankings right here, you guys. All right? Hopefully, y'all can see that um, up here on the screen. All right? 2010, top five. Uh, 2011, top two. 12, 2012, it, his defense was ranked ninth. All right. Then 2013 and 14, you know, it, it started declining because of contracts. Um, it just couldn't keep everybody in the GM. I guess him and the GM had kind of a, um, a weird relationship. They just couldn't keep all, everybody that they had. And so he went off to Buffalo and – Truth be told, he didn't really want to go to Buffalo. He really tried to come to Atlanta. 
But I guess um, Blank didn't want to pull the trigger to hire him. I don't. It wasn't a personal reason, but whatever reason it was, hey, it it was what it was. But you know, his defense was ranked twenty fourth and twenty seventh. But we know he went to a, buff, a terrible, 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 terrible Buffalo Bills um, team. So, but I like I like Rex Ryan. All right. Now a lot of people are gonna sit up here and say I know a lot of people saying that um. Mike McCarthy be a good coach. Here's the thing, man. A lot of people don't understand this neither. When Mike McCarthy and the Packers went to the Super Bowl, they had a good defense. Who was coaching that defense? Don Capers. All right. Now, when Don Capers and when the uh, Packers organization did not want to uh, replenish their defensive side of the ball and then they want to uh, bring in a good running back, that's when you start seeing the Packers um, uh, team start declining. I just I, I I'm not I'm not inclined on uh, Mike McCarthy. I'm sorry. I'm just not. Whoever's going to come in here and we talking about fixing this defense and we trying to run a 34 defense, it has to be Rex Ryan. It just it has to be Rex Ryan. It has to be uh, Wade Phillips, Doug Martindale. He does the same thing with 34 defense. It has to be those three guys. You win champion defense wins championships. Offense does not win championships. It looks flashy, and I know everybody said with well, Kyle Shanahan and uh, the guy in Arizona and Lincoln Riley and all this stuff. It's nothing's new. This this is it's run and shoot. All right, this is nothing new. It's the same offense that June Jones was running back, you know, in nineteen ninety four, ninety five for the Falcons. But I have a one question done. Why, if your head coach is offensive minded. Can't who you go? Who you going to bring in? Who you going to bring in as a defense coordinator? Mind. I mean, but, but I'm, I'm just saying, you so know, outside the guys, I'm I'm about to answer your question. So Great outside try. of the games, outside, yes, those guys could be defensive coordinators, and outside of the guys you named, there's no other guys who are capable of doing the job. Like, it's some great coordinator out there who we just don't know. He come in and be a good defense. Oh, this guy's a great coordinator. You didn't know these guys' names at first. So, like, I don't think you have to have a, a offensive-minded guy to have a great offense or a defensive-minded guy to have a good defense. You just need these You need somebody. To listen, we, we're so, – like, we but, but here's the thing. Because, because he – listen, listen, listen. Good. You're right about that. You're right about that. But the thing is with Dan Quinn, it was just – he was a flashy – Coach, all right, yeah, he won the Super Bowl in the Seattle his first year there. Then the second year, they was top top ranked on uh, defense, all right. But here's the thing: was really Dan was Dan Quinn was really proven? Was he he just yeah he had two seasons, two two seasons right. as a defensive coordinator. And let's be honest, no, hold on, 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 hold on man, but hold on, hold on, hold on, no, 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 just just hit me out, hit me out, hit me out, all right. Now, like I said, two years as a D.C., okay, he inherited, okay, he inherited a team, that, a defense that was already there. Only thing he did, he just brought in, they just brought in pieces for them to coach and go to the Super Bowl and shellac the dog on Broncos. Um, you got to you got to you got to realize Pete Carroll. So, so, so you say he just inherited this, right? So why the guy before him? You talking about Gus Bradley? Gus Bradley? He just inherited this great team. Why, you talking why, about Gus Bradley? Win the Super Bowl since he Gus Bradley. I'm telling you, it's Gus Bradley. Because they were missing pieces. Because they, they was missing so pieces on the team. So I had nothing what you talking about, Doug Peterson? We talking about Dan Quinn. 
Okay, I'm at telling, and what I'm saying is, two years ago, Doug Peterson, who he was came from Kansas City, City, but guess who his defensive coordinator is though? Guess this is no, 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 no. Hold on now, hold on. That's I asked you this. I asked you this question. Go ahead. I asked you this question. I said that if we're gonna bring in an offensive-minded coach as a head coach, who are you bringing in as defense coordinator? This is the problem. Our defense is trash. Our defense been trash. Hold on. Our defense has been so, trash for a so while, man. Come on, is, man. If, what, what I'm telling you is, I, I agree. I outside agree. of the guys you named, that's what I'm saying. Like, like there, there are other great coordinators out there. Like I'm saying, so just because it's not one of the four guys you named doesn't. Did mean you name who you who you got who you got on your list? I, I, you know how I, I about that. I don't care who we so bring you, in. So you, so you your own argument. I don't have a list. I don't care so you get your own argument then. There's nobody that can come in and fit and it's going to defenses. You got to think about the offense. Right. I honestly think, honestly think, you know, if we had a guy like uh, Andy Reid as the offensive coordinator, we score more points on offense and the defense could be the defense and, and we just win shootout games. But, but, but should it be like that? But, but, but come in, this, come in here right now and fix this defense in one year. It's not gonna be. It's not. It's not gonna be uh, two years. I. I bet the difference. Two years. I bet the difference. Two years now. Rex Ryan. He's. You seen him turn the team around like the Jets, and came in there and have a one a, a, a top what the first ranked defense in the league. It can be done. Now I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that Rex Ryan could come in and make us top ten. But what I can tell you, I can tell you this. He'll move the meter. He'll he'll move he'll he'll move the meter. He'll move the meter for you. This is the problem. When Dan Quinn came here in 2015, did he change the culture of this team? Did he change the culture or did he just give us swag? Hold on, hold on. Did he change the culture? Did he change the culture. Oh, no, 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 no. Did he change the culture or did he change the swag or he just gave us swag? Which one? It can't be both. Quinn. I uh, think kind of he culture. did it together, yeah, yeah, by giving us some swag. I think he no, you can't have both, both, man. That's no, yeah, listen, yeah, listen, yeah, listen, yeah, listen, yeah, listen. Listen, listen. He makes a good point. You can't and thank you. Time out, time out, time Thank you. Hold on. Time out, time out. Hold on. Did we have swag? Man, we had swag, but listen, you don't win. You don't win championships with swag, man. Did we have? That's not. Hold on. Wait. 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 Did we have swag? We had some swag. Yeah. We had the D block. Remember D block? We had more swag. We had some swag under Jim. Do we have more swag under Dan Quinn than Mike Smith? Nope. It's pretty much the same. And this is why I said that you need. This is hold on. on. This is why. This is this is why I said that we need someone to come in here, not give us swag. We need culture. So Rex Ryan, he is a non nonsense type of person. He ain't finna keep putting out Devondre Campbell's of the world out there who keep getting doggone um, molly whopped by doggone third-string third, third tight ends, okay? Like, you need someone who gonna come in here gonna change the culture. And you need someone who's, who has results. I just put up that chart of Rex Ryan. This man gives results. So if you, if you, I'm telling you, if you want to win the Super Bowl or get back to the Super Bowl, you need someone who's proven, man. You don't need somebody who this high, flashy, tight, new Lincoln Riley person. That is not gonna cut it, man. It's not gonna cut it. 
<laughs> but I'm saying because Lincoln Riley is flashy doesn't mean he can be a, that. A Thank you, Jack, that Georgia boy seventeen. He said Dan Quinn came in um, quotables. You can put on T-shirt. That's it. He just gave us swag, man. I'm wearing the swag right now. <laughs> like I didn't know. I said he didn't give us culture. He didn't change his culture. You need to change the culture in order to win consistently. You giving us swag, yeah, it's gonna probably work a, a season or two. You probably get a couple of playoff appearances. But after that, it's gonna die down. You don't need someone like Quinn is a player's coach, like a big brother. Yeah, you go listen to your brick brother here and there, but you need someone like a father figure. You need someone in here that's that's like a Rich Ryan or like a Wade Phillips who go tell these who go tell these players, hey, it's my way or the highway. I don't care how you feel. I don't care where you came. I don't care what school you came from. I don't care where draft pick you. I don't care which where you was picked in the draft. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't perform, you out of here, man. You gonna be riding the bench, or we go find some, find another team for you. Point blank. But you know, do you think fly? You know, a lot of these guys don't want to hear that anymore. A lot of these young guys. And you know what's gonna happen? What's that? We'll find somewhere for them to go. Is what? We'll find somewhere yeah. for them to go. Find somewhere for them to go. All right. You just you just lay down a whole bunch of talking about defense, defense, defense. That's great and all. But but here's a, you, but realize, you, you, realize you replenish. Didn't put up a whole lot of points in a, a few games this season. <clears throat> I mean, there was a couple of games where we only put up like ten points. And you're right about that. And it's the thing when you when this is the thing because we always play from behind, right? Right. When you play from behind, it's kind of hard to come back. And then on top of that. Like I said, we just talked about our, our run. Our run offense is twenty fourth in, in the league. That's not good. If you want your offense to be potent, potent, you have to run the ball. This is why San Francisco right now. I'm not saying they got the best offense in the league because let's be honest, San Francisco's defense is good. It's great. It's been really carrying off their offense as well. But they all, like I said, their offense. Kyle Shanahan is doing a good job. All right, I hate to say it, but I just said it. But here's the thing. You have to run the ball, man. You have to run the ball, and we know we knew when Derek Curtis got here, we knew he wasn't gonna he gonna gonna run the ball. We knew this. That's why I said I would rather Mike Malarkey to come in as an offense coordinator because we already know Mike Malarkey is that old school run the rock, run the ball down your throats until you can stop it. Did y'all realize that Tevin Coleman had four touchdowns, rushing touchdown touchdowns in one game last weekend? I, we know. Dante Freeman didn't have none. We know, yeah, Freeman, yeah. but but it, it, you can't you can't blame the player. You gotta blame the scheme. You gotta blame the coaching. That's the thing. We don't run the ball. We, we like if you go back to 2012, 13 to 14. We our run off our, our our running offense was horrible. It was horrible. Right. So that's why I said Dirk Carter is not known is not known for running the ball. This is why I said if Rex Ryan. Or somebody or Wade Phillips come in as a as a uh, head coach. Hey, you have a you have an offensive coordinator right there, Mike Malarkey, who can just call the plays. And my, and Matt Ryan, I already have familiarity with Mike Malarkey. So and you already know Matt Ryan don't want to go through a whole nother offensive coordinator again. That's why I say I'm not really I'm not really keen on a new offensive guru coming in trying to coach an offense because that's a whole nother that's a whole nother learning curve for Matt Ryan. Like that's that's too much. Well, well, don't forget, Greg Knapp is back. Greg Knapp is back coaching quarterbacks, and uh, yeah, exactly. he had some success. Greg Knapp had some success back in those Michael Big Jim Moore eras. Exactly. So don't forget, yeah. Greg Knapp but, is back. Yeah, that you got that and Mike Malarkey
coming back in because I, I just said, yeah, we didn't run the ball at all, and that's why I, that's why we we were we were we were those three years. Right. Um, I I didn't. I don't know. Um, I, like I I didn't. Ball this year was not having success, and we have one of the highest paid running backs in the league. So I don't I don't know if running the ball is our problem because we I mean, we can't run the ball. Yeah, you got to think about the times, the, the moments we try to run it. That's the thing. Yeah, you you gotta you you have to order to be a, a great play caller. You gotta know when to call plays. So, and then on top of that, we also have a you know uh, the right side of our line is young, and then Carpenter and Brown, those guys we brought in like us, they ain't been good. And then Mac Mac has been kind of declining a little bit. Yeah. So. You know, it, all that all that factors in. You just can't, like I said, you can't just look at one player and just say, "Oh, well, this dude trash or whatever." You got to look at you got to look at. Okay, well, is it the line? Is it the old line he's running behind? Is it the is it the play calling? You know, like how many times are we running? How many how many times are we running the ball? Because I remember one time we only ran the ball like it was like what eighty percent pass and twenty percent run. Like, come on, you you're not gonna win games like that. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, right. yeah, I know we got Julio Jones and Kevin Ridley and stuff, but like, you still gonna have to run the ball, man. And you just mentioned a, a lot of, uh, a lot of things we need to fix. I mean, we need to fix the offensive line. We need to fix the or defensive line. We need to fix the secondary. <laughs> I mean, sounds like a lot the team. Yeah. Sounds like fix the team. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's why I said, that's why I said it's gonna take, go ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry. Fix a team in one year. Yeah, and it's not. And Matt are not getting any younger. Yeah, that's the thing I preach on our show every year, every 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 right. episode, every week. These guys aren't getting any younger, so something has to change quickly in order to get the most productivity out of Julio and Matt because these guys are not getting any younger. But but if anybody in here thinking that you're going to fix this team in one year, you're crazy. It's going to take two off seasons to get this team like back respectfully. All right, you're gonna to have to like these some of these contracts we have. You're gonna to have to try to like restructure them, or renegotiate, or, or try to you know sell them off to another team if you don't hit a, a huge debt cap. Um, you got to bring in some veterans on this defense. That's another thing too. Our defense is young. We don't have any. If somebody said we got Claiborne, Claiborne's not in the vocal like veteran. You need someone to come in as a vocal veteran. I know on um, all season we wanted to get Thomas Davis in here and Jerry McCoy. But we, that never happened. And I, I, like I said, like it goes back to who we, who's, who's the person responsible for bringing playing players, the general manager. And this leads, this, this, this yeah. leads us to our next topic. This when leads us guys, to our next topic. In your chat, said Vic Beasley's trash. Yeah, man, what up, man? <laughs> oh yeah, he's trash. He's trash. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I guess Tat McKinley trash too, man. Hey, you are you are what you play like, you know. Tech Tech only got Tech Tech only got half a set now. Let's let's keep it on one hundred now. Right. I mean, like you just said, our general manager, our general manager is terrible. He's manager been terrible. Is terrible. He's been terrible. He's one of my top five least favorite Falcons ever. He's been terrible, and I've been telling y'all that he's been terrible. Been terrible. This dude drafted a whole draft. In 2013, I don't care if we didn't have a first round pick. Where it's two years later, not one player. Let me make that correction. 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 2012. Because 2013, we drafted True Fund and offered. 
right, I'm sorry, I got the I got the year wrong. The year after Julio, we didn't have a first round. Two years after that draft, not one player he picked was in the NFL. Come on, man. How does that happen? Right. How can you not pick one guy who can right. last two years in the NFL on any team? That was the drive the we. That was the drive we uh, picked Peter yeah. Conks. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like I said, it was the note the year after Julio, and that's why we didn't have a first round. But I don't care. Second, third round guys are supposed to make the team. Second and third round guys are supposed to make the team. These guys couldn't make. All right, any let me team. let me let me let me let me let me stop this. Let me stop this what? for a second. Oh yeah, by the way, in case you guys don't know, Duke Riley made a uh, a playmaking um a fumble today for the Eagles, what? and they won the game. So yeah. <laughs> that does hey, not mean. The, the, hey, he made. I not, did I did I did I say that? Only thing I said he came he came he came through. That's what you're supposed to do for your team. I don't look. I don't. I don't care if you four, third string, fourth string. I don't care. You get on that field. You're supposed to make plays for your team. All right. So like I like I said this before. Like I we said this that it's gonna be real hilarious if if Duke go on, go go to another team and he plays well. He played well. But but he hasn't. He hasn't been though. He hasn't well, been playing, and he hasn't Well, he did something. So he, he, played play yeah, he, he, he played well. Yeah, he played well. Man, get the man his props, man. Yeah. <laughs> I said he made a play. He played away, but don't act like he just. I'm not saying. I'm, I'm not. I, I didn't say that. But he came right, through. Right, he made right, a playmaking. Right. He made. Hey, hey you're not, you're he, he he made a play when it mattered. Did they have have they have Devondre? They have the, they have Devondre Campbell. Go ahead. Sanu is the kickoff. So let's see what Sanu does. I'm watching exactly. now. It's already Sanu on. Does. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching I, now. It's already on. I said they have the, it's already on. Yeah. Man, let's yeah. see what Sanu does. That's why you see me. Now I'm saying like have Devondre Campbell made a play uh, <laughs> made a play? Before in his life, yes. He got an interception okay. two years ago. <laughs> he <laughs> two did. Years ago. Okay, two years yes. ago. Okay. As a matter of fact, it might have been three. Okay. It might have been three years ago, yeah. Wow. So before in his life, yeah, done. No. Rare does he usually no. But before in his life, yeah, one time right. he did. Let's go to the GM. So we can all agree that Thomas Dimitrov days here is uh, is over. Like he's not coming back. He's not going to survive this season. Uh, what's your thoughts on um, on a new GM? Like who do you guys think should come in and uh, fits uh, fits this uh, team? And uh, before y'all start, before y'all start, uh, I saw uh, Toby D in the chat. He talking about something. I'm sticking with Mike McCarthy. Uh, Mike McCarthy gonna be the head next head coach. Hey, let's make a bet on Toby D. If Mike McCarthy becomes a head coach, guess what? I I will come up there literally, and I will I will take you out and I will buy you a shrimp plate. Hey, Toby, <laughs> you a married man, man. Man, don't, don't try me like that, man. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> don't try me like that, man. Don't try me like that. I'm saying, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, chill, chill, chill. Like we being serious, we being serious, we being serious. Now, as I was saying, I will buy you a shrimp plate because I know you like shrimp. Now here's the thing. Now, if 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 it's not Mike McCarthy, let's just say if it's Rex Ryan, if it's Rex Ryan, I want me a um a Falcon skull cap. I think we can do that. Let me know your thoughts on the chat, Toby D. All right, go ahead. Um, general. So who y'all think the general manager will be, man? I don't, I don't, I'm not sure about what general manager that we should bring in because I'm not really too keen on a lot of general managers. Or, but I or do what, think what general manager came in and fixed this team in one year. 
You right. gotta fix this team quickly <laughs> as possible because you're losing your biggest assets, Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. You gotta fix it as quickly as possible. But I do think you guys brought up a great point about Thomas. We brought up on our show a few times that a lot of guys that he picked, once they leave the Falcons, you never hear from them again in the NFL at all. So with that bad record that he has, man, I mean, something has to change with him. I don't know who you bring in, but I definitely know you have to bring somebody else in. I'm glad y'all said that because I already know. I got two people already who I know. Go ahead, Coach. Go ahead, man. Well, well, you already know. I was just gonna tell them. You know, uh, I'm I'm much more of uh, a college guy myself. So NFL coaching trees. Don knows. He can name the staff from I don't know who the hell coaches <laughs> nobody. So I don't really like I said before. I don't care who we bring in. I'm always give the guy a chance because, like I say, look at Bill Bill Belichick in Cleveland, but look at him now. So give the guy a chance because he didn't get it right before. Don't mean he didn't can't get it right. So who we bring in. I don't care. You got to care, man. Somebody See, that's the thing, man. I, I care about all no, aspects of this team, man. I definitely, definitely not a, not, definitely, definitely like, no, not a just, college coach. I do care. I care just as long as somebody who can get the job done as far as a cert, certain person. Like I say, I like Rex Ryan and I like Wade Phillips. You know I'm a defensive guy. But I don't care if we hire Joe Blow as long as Joe Blow comes in here and gets the job done. Like, a name doesn't mean anything to me. And because a guy was unsuccessful somewhere else. I know who you like as, as the next Falcons head coach. Yeah, Stevenson head coach. <laughs> I'm messing no, with you, man. I would not. And I'm not gonna say anything bad. No. Oh Lord, no, no, no. Hold on, I'm gonna throw a flag on that. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about Mike Tomlin. Now, now you got me started. Mike Tomlin. This man inherited a good team after Bill Cowers left. And that name's going to come up again, by the way. Hmm. All right. Now, the defensive coordinator. Well, Mike Tomlin, hold on. The defensive coordinator. Well, Mike Tomlin was there when he won the Super Bowl, Dick LeBeau. Dick LeBeau is the father of the zone blitz. A lot of the people don't know. Dick LeBeau played a huge role for that Steelers in that, that, that 2000 Steelers. All right. Troy Palomalu. I'm, I'm telling you, can, 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 look, man, the man was there with Bill Cowell was there. Dick LeBeau is, a def- is one of the best defensive-minded coaches. But I'm saying, like, so what What? What team wins the championship? Can you, can you let me finish? Can, 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 can you let me finish? Can you let me finish? Dick LeBeau was there, all right? When they went, when Dick LeBeau was there when Bill Cowell was there, all right? And they won in uh, 2005. And then he stayed there when uh, Mike Tomlin was there. Then they won in uh, 2008. And then he was also he he left the team in 2000. I want to say 2014. And after that season, you could tell that the Steelers' defense started declining since Dick LeBeau has been gone. Now, when Dick LeBeau went to Tennessee, because he was there when um when uh matter of fact Mike Malarkey was there for a little bit. All right, and you can tell that. You know, Tennessee's defense was getting a little, little better, and then he, he pretty much resigned, I think, a year or two ago. The man's like 80 some years old. The man is old, but he knows some defense. All right. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, credit, credit, no, no, He's stop, stop. Credit, credit Dick LeBeau <laughs> for um, Mike Tomlin winning the Super Bowl. All right. Because it, who? Is Bobby Bowden, the coach? No. Bobby Bowden. 
Okay, well, you can just ruin my whole point. <laughs> That's blasphemy. So Bobby Bowden. <laughs> But you bring it up college, man. That's apple to orange. That's why I said no. You bring apples to oranges, man. We we talking about NFL? No, it's a whole different beast, man. It's a whole different beast. Go ahead. Who is currently the best coach in the NFL? Bill Belichick. Okay, I agree with that. That's the same answer I was going to say. Okay. Bill Belichick lost his defensive coordinator to who? The uh, the Lions? Lost his offensive coordinator to who? Uh, the, the Broncos? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can Bill Belichick come in next season and take this team to a Super Bowl? As it is, it, nope. keeping the same general I'm, manager, the same team now, new coaching scheme, new philosophy, probably the best philosophy in the entire NFL. Could Bill Belichick take this team? I'm 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 gonna stop I'm gonna stop you right there because I'm gonna tell you something. Bill Belichick is not gonna come in and and serve under Thomas Dimitrov. That ain't gonna happen. I'm just being hy- very hypothetical right now. I'm just saying the best the best minded coach in all the NFL could he come in and fix this team in one year? I don't know. No. <laughs> now we'll 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 make a playoff run. We'll make a probably make a playoff run, but. I, no, because over Sean Payton, over Sean Payton, because Sean Payton's the best coach in the NFC South. Mm-hmm. You That's think Bill awesome. Belichick can come here in one year and overpower Sean Payton? See, I, I look, man. I, I, I say, man, one year. Like I, I'm not a one year type person, man. I, it, 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 to me, yeah, if you, you re, if you try to, turnaround, Julio and Matt, or I, I, we, we understand, we, we understand that. But you got to think about this here too, man. Look at, look at, look at the Eagles. All right. Now, remember, they had Donovan McNabb and all those guys, all right, on the team. They never got the job done. But guess what? Just because they you lose, like, like franchise players doesn't mean that you just, oh, we're done. We're not going gonna to try to win a Super Bowl anymore. All right? Look, Falcons, Falcons was here before Matt Ryan and Julio, and the Falcons are going to be here after Matt Ryan and Julio. I, I know a lot of people in the chat ain't going to like me saying this, but it's true. It's, it's the truth. That's a good point. All right. I, 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 understand that, I understand that it's true, but this is the best offense the Falcons have ever had in the history of the Atlanta Falcons offense, even minus the fact that Sanu's gone right now. This right here is probably the best Falcons offense that we ever had. I, I don't even care if you mention Mike Vick. You mentioned Mike Vick. Mike, mm. Vick, Mike Vick was a runner. Yeah, I didn't. This right, I here, was a bit this right here is the best Vick. offense in yeah. the history of the Falcons, I think. All right. We don't. Maybe we don't want want to waste that, man. That this offense deserves it should get a Super Bowl, which we this offense deserves have, a great defense. Well, and you write about. I'm glad you said that this offense does deserve a defense, a great defense. And this is the thing: you have to bring defensive minded guys in to get it right. You yeah. have you, you you just have to. And here and here here's my here's here's my take on the general manager though. Here's my take on the general manager. I have two guys, and I know y'all gonna say, man, they might not even want to do it. But hey, if, if if Arthur Blank wants to win the Super Bowl, he gotta he gotta take a chance. He gotta take a chance. Two guys I think that can come in and like get this defense right and with a good defensive minded coach, Tony Dungy, Bill Cower. There you go. You get them the right money, I'm pretty sure they come in and and, and uh and get this Bill team Cowell. together. Yeah, oh. Bill. Only one of those coaches. Only one of those coaches are reasonable. Hold on, it wasn't. It wasn't the defensive coordinator in Pittsburgh when Bill Cowell was doing it. Dick LeBeau was there. 
So hold on. Dick LeBeau was responsible. He he's responsible for Mike Tomlin, but he wasn't responsible when Cal was there. Dick LeBeau got there. Listen, Dick LeBeau uh, left the Bengals because he got fired in what two thousand two, two thousand three. I think it was two thousand three. Oh, no, 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 no two thousand two. And yeah, two thousand two. And he went back to Pittsburgh uh, in 2004, I believe. Yeah, 2004. So, yeah. Like, yeah, he was there, like, in the very beginning of it um, when they went to the Super Bowl in 2005. But Cal gets the credit then. I'm not saying Cal gets the credit. They both, they both, they both get the credit, but you already, but you are, but. But yeah, Kyle, cause Kyle, cause you already know the Steelers was always in the playoff contentions, like even before Bill, uh, before uh, Dick LeBeau got there. Yeah, but but Mike Tomlin don't get no credit. It was all Dick LeBeau. Cause it was already he inherited the team, man. Oh, okay. Just like Tony Dungy, and, and just like no, 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 just 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 like John Gruden in two thousand two when he went to the Buccaneers. Yeah, he won the Super Bowl, but guess what? He inherited a doggone team already. The only thing he had to do Why was just get a, get. Why did Tony Dungeon lose in the NFC Championship a few times? Because he wasn't an offensive-minded coach. He had he, he he just wasn't. He just was not an offensive-minded coach. He was a defensive-minded coach. But it took it took for him to leave, for them to bring in John Gruden, all right, to bring in an offense that can av- that can at least be at least average. They weren't even that good. They I were just. Disagree, eh. disagree with your logic on that because Tony Dungeon took his whole that same defensive mind to Indianapolis and won. Yes, he did. So, you know, I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Right time. I'm not. Yeah, right right you're right. You you right. You right. You right about that. But we know the Buccaneers. They won. They won the Super Bowl because they had the best defense. I'm not. I'm not saying that Tony Dungy was sorry, and I'm not saying that oh Tony Dungy couldn't get the job done to Tampa Bay because he probably could have. It just you know the Glazer family. They are very impatient. All right. So yeah, he went. To, he went to Indianapolis. Locked up with Tom or Peyton Manning. Come on now. Only only thing Peyton Manning needed was a defense. Tony Dungy gave him that. Like we in a situation right now. Matt Ryan. Only thing Matt Ryan needs is a defense. I agree. Well, let, let me ask you this. Better O line. What if what if uh, yeah yeah O line too. Uh, what if what if uh, Kyle Shanahan never left? Where would we be at right now if Kyle Shanahan never left? Right right where we were, I believe. Yeah, we we're pretty much be in the same situation. The ball. Wow. Yeah. So defense defense would still have problems. Yep. But defense still have problems. Games because we'd be able to run the ball and keep other teams off the field. So we run the ball. Back. And that but, isn't that what we did the year we went to the Super Bowl? Exactly. Yeah, that's why I said I think we'd be we'd be better because we'd be able to run the ball like the other team. Like I say, you know, it, it, it obviously that'll help Matt. Offensively, we 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 we'll probably never lose a beat offensively, but defensively, come on now, like. It's just you. You see now, Dan Quinn is not working out. All right, it, it, it's it's not working out for him here. Um, well, you just the offensive laid some eggs a couple of times this year. What if the offense didn't lay those eggs a couple of times this year? What if the offense looked like the offense in that Eagles game? If we still had Kyle Shanahan, mm-hmm. isn't it how um, your boy from USC that's now in um, in in, uh, in uh, Seattle? I can't think of his name. P. Carroll and now yeah. P. Carroll won championships at USC. Last team with the ball won the game. That's yeah. how he won a lot of championships. Yeah, one defense. Yeah, but but yeah, it, but no, no. You now you talking about USC? USC had USC was a balanced team. They had a good defense too. No, they uh, weren't. Yes, they did, man. They had a lot of good defense. Come on, man. They had a good defense. 
I'm not, man. Oh, no, man. come on, man. defense was terrible. Come on, Don. You know I'm a college guy. They were oh, man. On, man, that defense was good, man. And the Pac-12 has never played any defense. That's you right about that. You 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 right about you you right about that. You right about that. But they had a good defense, though, man. The guys they put in the NFL. Don't think about the guys putting the NFL. I'm talking about what they did cohesively in college. Yeah, exactly. Come on, man. Come on now, but here's the thing. Who? But here's the thing. Pete Carroll. That's, that's, that's what the Falcons are. The Falcons are Jacqueline High. You can't figure it out. You can't figure out if it's offense or defense. You can't figure it out. Yeah. You can't you figure, know it figure it out. Figure it out is Dan Quinn. <laughs> that's what they figured out. Well, he can't figure it out. Yeah. And hopefully he's gone. If how many people would be surprised if he sticks around? If he sticks around, I probably won't even watch a Falcons game. I don't. I don't. Here's the thing, man. They they just. Here's. I think it's time for a change, but I don't. You know, I think it's time for a change, but I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't dislike him. Yeah, I don't dislike him at all. Yeah, he's. Here's the thing. Here's here's the thing with Dan Quinn. Well, it's fine with liking people, but if you're gonna lose your job over a person, how much you gonna like them? Yeah, you can't keep him. Right. Because we've had we've had way too many embarrassing moments. Uh, at while he was head coach, that you can't bounce back from that. The, the, the Tennessee game, Marcus right. Mariota came in here and balled out three touchdowns in the first half. Right. He balled out against us. Now this fool is losing his job. He's not even <laughs> starting. I mean, are you serious right now? Jameis beating us in his first start. Yeah, that too. Cam dominating us. Yeah, I, look. Here's here's the thing, you guys. Like I understand, like some people, you know. Want Mike McCarthy here or want Lincoln Riley here? Um, I'm I'm just gonna be honest with you. You bring in a college coach. I, I'm telling you. And some people say Jim Harbaugh. I know that Georgia boy said that he's trolling because I'm a Michigan fan. <laughs> I don't want Jim Harbaugh nowhere near this team. I don't want an offensive coordinator. I don't want to. I just don't want an offensive minded coach, man. Because we 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 seen this happen. We you bring a, a person up to the college. I'm telling you. If if what's the guy named uh, Kingsbury from in Arizona? If he doesn't get that team right in a couple of years, he's going to run right back to the college college ranks. I'm telling you what I know, and we we and we. This is another thing about Falcons fans too. We never learn from our mistakes. Remember the last college coach we hired? Hmm. Exactly. Bobby Petrino. Exactly. We're not like I said. You got to learn from your mistakes, man. And I, I Arthur Blaine, he's a smart businessman. He's not. Come on, man, come on. You can't blame all college coaches. Fool on you once, shame on you. <laughs> Fool me twice, shame on me. It ain't going to be no shame. So it ain't going to be. It, not, it ain't going to be. It, college is college, man. Yeah. When the tough get. Look, listen. With, with the tough. Yes, you're right about that. But, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right. You're not finna go down that same well again. And I know Arthur Blank, Arthur Blank, he he didn't become a billionaire for making dumb, boneheaded decisions, man. All right. Now we know. Now we know he tried. Yeah, he did try with some coaches that you know just didn't pan out. We had success, but other than that, like we just didn't get the job done. So, yeah, I don't. I don't think he's going to go with a college coach either, though. You know, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But All right. I doubt that it. Georgia boy said, I doubt it. "Yeah, that Georgia boy said that uh, what's wrong with Jim Harbaugh? Didn't he have the Forty Nine ers to play offside? The whole wheels fall off, fell off. Yeah, he did. But guess who was the defense coordinator there? Vic Fangio, same same defense coordinator who pretty much went to Chicago what last season and pretty much built that defense. And now he's in Denver right now. He's going to build something special out there as well. So yeah, where you boy Mike Singletary at? 
Where Mike Singletary at? Somewhere. I, I think, to be honest with you, Mike Singletary, I think he'd be a good person, but, you know, because he knows talent. That's the thing. See, I think Mike, to be honest with you, Mike Singletary might be a good GM. I don't know. You know nonsense. You know no nonsense. <laughs> we know he know nonsense. You know, like far as the GM goes, it has it has to be somebody who's defensive minded. Now you see Thomas Dimitrov. He pretty much everybody we got on offense worked out, <laughs> but everybody on defense just did not work out at all. All right, and it just you know, and far as the draft go, I know a lot of people talking about the draft. It's too early to talk about the draft, but I'm just gonna say this. I don't want to hear thing. Look, it, it's going to, have to be the trenches. All right, you draft in the trenches. Look at the Eagles. Every single year, the Eagles drafting what defensive end, offensive tackle, defensive tackle. And this is why the Eagles has pretty much been consistent, pretty much for the past few years. Yes, Don. Could you say in the past the Falcons have went with defensive coaches majority of the time I know that. It didn't work out? But is it? But here's the thing. But here's but yep. but then you say it, what was the definition? Look, man, you trying look. I get what you're saying. I get what I get. I get what you're saying. You 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 can you can stop. You can stop. You, you can stop. You can stop with a Bill Cosby pudding <laughs> face, man. But anyway, man. But um, <laughs> like, like, yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But here's the thing: we we hired two defensive coordinators who pretty much wasn't proven, man. They weren't proven. They didn't have like I I can I know right now I can look up outside. Mike Smith wasn't proven. Come on, man, really? <laughs> in Jacksonville, in yeah, yeah, he will. He will. He will. For years, what they were the top. But you know what though? Do I need? Do I need? Do, I need, do, I, do he wasn't? He, bro, he wasn't. De- but but was he the defensive coordinator when they won the Super Bowl? I don't think so. I think that was the two thousand one. I mean two thousand. I'm saying. I'm talking about Mike Smith. Talking about. No, no, no. See, see, you're talking about the year they won the Super Bowl. No, no, no. No, I'm talking about the time that he was there. They had defense. Just because you didn't win the Super Bowl, didn't mean you Bro, weren't come good. On now. So you mean to tell me when he was there, Baltimore? And you know what? All, everybody, every okay. That's how he got okay. You you right about that. You right. You right about that. But let me let me hit you upside the head with something else too. Everybody on that Baltimore 2000 defense got head coaching jobs. All right, Marvin Lewis. He was on that. He was on that staff too, right? Yeah, he got a head coaching job as well. All right. You know better than me. I, I I wouldn't doubt you. Yeah. But but what did they? They do? didn't do nothing. But here's the but but he, but, he, but here's the thing though. I'm telling you, if you get Rex Ryan, the thing is with Rex Ryan and and the, the, his tenure with the Jets, they didn't have an offense, man. You telling me he was going to win something with um what's the, what's the kid Mark Sanchez? Come on now, come on now. <laughs> right, it, Who drafted it? Or, or that kid out of West Virginia? Who drafted Mark Sanchez? The GM. Oh, so Rex Ryan didn't have. No- come on now, you know sometimes the GM. Come on now, you you know he's <laughs> a on. bro. It was his first year. It was his. First, I'm not. I'm not picking choosing, man. I'm just. This is facts, man. This is facts. When you were first year, when you when you the first year, when you the first when you the first year head coach of a team, all right, and the, the Jets was already rebuilding, so. Who you pick? Mark Sanchez. And that was in 2009. I want to look at the, the the quarterback class of that, that year because I don't even think that quarterback. Like, who was in that quarterback class? If, 
quarterbacks weren't that good. Don't hey. take one then. If it was but, one but, but we already know in the rebuilding process, what's the first thing the team going to do in the draft? They're going to draft them a what? A quarterback. That's how that's how that's how it goes, man. That's how it goes. Yeah, but a few a few years later they end up drafting Virginia. I can't remember his name. And then they end up Oh you talking about uh Virginia. oh yeah, you talking about um yeah. um uh what's his name? Gino? Yeah. Gino Smith. Yeah. He was oh, yeah. a bust. He was a bust, so then they ended up bringing in Michael Vick to help out. That didn't work. Yeah. But Gino, what's the year Gino was drafted? Was it 2015 or 2000? Like, like around 2013. 2014 or 15, yeah. 15, yeah. After Mark Sanders. I think he was already, yeah, Rex was already out of the dough, though. That's the thing. Rex Ryan was already out of the dough. So, um, our chat, he in the chat, he said, Rex Ryan has interviewed for the Falcons head job twice, and he has a very good relationship with Arthur Blank. Hmm. Yeah, and and, and uh, that Georgia boy seventeen, he said that Rex got close to the Super Bowl twice in market quarterback. So if you really think about you know what Rex Ryan can do with an already talented deep um, talented offense, only thing he got to do is just work on the defense side of the ball. You good to go? You know, I understand. You know, some people want it. You know, you know microwave ready like we want it now, but you know you got to trust the process. Sometimes you got to wait a couple of years. You know, in it in this case, yeah, we we waited five years for, for um Quinn, and I feel like that 2016 Super Bowl run, man, it 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 was early, man. That that was way that was way before I that was you know, we was way ahead of schedule in my opinion. Is Rex uh, coaching right now? Or is he? He's he's, he's, he's an analyst. Just, yeah, he's an analyst. ESPN analyst. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I see somebody in your chat mentioned Dan Reeves. That was me. He said that uh, Mike Smith was the best head coach in history, and I said, no, "Well, they talking about winning, winning this, winning this coach." Um, Mike Smith is Mike Smith does have the uh, the uh, the record for most winning his head coach. Yeah, well, I was saying that, that Georgia boy. He's no, Mike Smith no, I, I, I'm, no, like, no, no. Don't you ever disrespect Dan Reeves from the great America's Georgia boy. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Jim, Jim, Jim Mora Jim saying. Yeah, yeah. Jim Mora, please. Uh, nah. No, no. And this is the thing. I, I wasn't. That's when we went for the flashy. The, the flashy yep. For the flashy. And, that was, and the, Dan Quinn was a flashy splash too. That's the thing. With flashy splash, no substance. Yeah, I agree. He was. He was. He was. He was. I agree. He was. The man took us to the Super Bowl. Okay, yeah, we did. It's been downhill since. We're running around. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Art Chapman, he also said, Rex Ryan said that uh, he regretted um, taking the Bills job. Hey, thing is, you know, yeah. Mm, Hey, (laughs) it is what it is. That Georgia Boy 17 said, my only issue, uh, who Rex Ryan bringing in as OC. No more old, dusty OC. Needs someone young and creative. Guys, these young creative guys, they're not creating nothing new under the sun. They just pretty much copying stuff that was done 15 years ago. Like, it's nothing new. Nothing's new. Right. All right, somebody said uh, Stephen McGee, Red Bomber, and Nate Davis were the next three. Uh, that court. Oh, yeah, those, those were the quarterbacks, uh, I guess, in 2009, I believe. Ooh. Oh my. People don't forgot about them people. So yeah, that I said that yeah, that quarterback class was, was not that good at all. But hey, 
You know, when you rebuild, yeah. you, you shoot, and, and you start him from the ground up, you want to draft you a franchise quarterback. So, yeah. But um, right. and Mark Sanchez was it? Franchise quarterback, right? Hey, they no. said hey in their eyes, hey in their eyes, whoever the general manager was for the Jets at that time, hey, in his eyes, yeah. So. Oh yeah, it wasn't Vince. No, Vince Young was drafted in 06. Oh, I thought Vince Young came out after he won that. Yeah, USC. That was that was 2006. Sanchez. Yeah, you think that, that was, was Matt Liner, and he played against Matt Liner. Yeah, Matt Liner. Oh yeah, yeah. My bad, Matt Liner. Yeah, another bust. That's what I was thinking of. Another bust. Yep, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Arizona. And Vince Young might have been a good quarterback, but I guess he had too many mental issues. But hey, we're chasing yeah, we our are. tails. All right. Yeah. Um. Y'all have anything else to um share? Yeah, we know. Uh, let's go ahead and say this. Uh, Matt Bryant was released this week. Mm, uh, like, hey, it is what it is. Oh, yeah. I was, I was one of the one Re- replaced with a field goal in two years. Well, yeah, that works out. Well, technically, he played. He played. He played in the. Uh, he played for the yeah, Atlanta Legends. Yeah, so, the, yeah, he was with the Legends. So he he he's spring. <laughs> yeah he plays spring ball so okay. yeah. he plays spring ball right <laughs> <laughs> well, so he's better than uh, Trevecchio. Yeah. hey yeah. here's the thing here he, 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 here's he, here's the thing with the kicking situation all right um I was one of the the minorities of not bringing back Matt Bryant because I said okay that's four million four million dollars um against the cap right there just bringing him back. I, you know, if you want to start young, if you want to pretty much move on, you got to just get these new kickers, you got to let them go with the growing pains. They're going to take their lumps. They're going to miss kicks. That's what happens. All right. So we brought in Matt Bryant. Everybody said, oh, yeah, we go. Yeah, Matt Bryant go. Yeah. Then look what happened. We should, like I said, we should just went on to kept. We should just kept. We should just kept Tavecchio. Yeah, we all agree. We both agreed. We should just kept Tavecchio and kept him, kept him moving. You know, these young kickers they need time to be polished. I'm I'm pretty sure with Matt Bryant when he first started in the league, he missed a lot of kicks too. All right, kickers are like wine; you got to give them time. Maybe, well, yeah, 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 maybe so. I would say if you can pick him up, take the kid out of Georgia. Uh, Ricardo Blankenship. Oh lord, and that's, a, that's a good look. That's a good oh, look. I don't say that. He, he just hate because you say UGA. He lost the game against South Carolina, but other than that, he's always been money. Hey, I'm good with I'm I'm good with Blankenship. Blankenship would be a good a good uh person for uh I think so Falcons. too. But I know yeah, I just I, for a while. I mean that's a guy that could be around for like ten plus years. Yeah. I just kicker. Yeah. I just, you know, when it comes to the Bulldogs and Falcons fans, like every time the draft come up and stuff or players come out of Georgia, everybody, oh, we need to get this person. We need to get that person. Especially in 2015, everybody's like, oh, we need we need to get um we need we need to get Todd Gurley. Come on now. <laughs> we need defense. <laughs> we should have. We'd have won the Super Bowl. Hey, hey, come hey, on, hey. man, really? Todd Gurley's out there. All right, did Todd have Todd have what's Todd Gurley ring at? He went to a Super Bowl already. Right? He went and we went to one too. So hey, if he was healthy. He might have won. Okay, but yeah, if we, we had Ty the, we the Hardman kid, the receiver last year, he's a rookie in, in at uh, Green Bay. 
They went to him a lot today, I noticed, in the game. He's looking good. Sonny Michelle. He has a ring. Sonny Michelle has a ring. Yeah, Sonny, Sonny Michelle yeah. has a ring and is playing right now. And um, uh, Nick Chubb is helping out the Cleveland Browns. I mean, I know they got a lot of work to do, but he is a, a running back you can build around, especially if you have a good quarterback, which I think they do. Georgia O-linemen on their O-line. One of them's hurt, but the short Patriots have two starting O-linemen from UGA. And another receiver, too. We forget about Malcolm Mitchell. Is a receiver? Yeah. Malcolm Malcolm's not in the league right now, though. Is he not? He's not. He played in the Super Bowl. He's already yeah. out. I'm not JL. I'm not. I'm not. So y'all, y'all already, y'all already trying me. I never said Blankenship wasn't good. Blankenship is like one of the best kickers in college football right now. No, no, no. We just named some Georgia players that were in the league helping out somewhere. No, no, no. I'm talking about JL. Like I'm talking about in the chat. Somebody saying be real. Blankenship is one. I never said he was. I'm not discrediting Blankenship. I like, I like Blankenship. What I'm saying is, a lot of you know Georgia homers always want the Falcons to pick all UGA players in drafts and like it doesn't work like that. It's other schools out there too who have great players as well. Oh no, I agree. I agree. So Yeah, like Clemson, Alabama. Not Michigan. Man, whatever. <laughs> right now in all the mock drafts right now, you know, um the Falcons are choosing a, a defensive end out of Alabama. That's what yes. that's what all the mock drafts are showing right now. I think his name yes. is Raycon something from Alabama. He's a like a defensive end or something and that's who they're showing as a as the Falcons' top pick, first pick in the draft. So, well, look, I, let me tell y'all about those mock drafts right now. And you print them out, print them out on some nice, good sheet of paper, man. And I want you to mm-hmm. just look at it, look it at it, worth anything. look at it, shine it up, turn it sideways, and throw it right in the trash can. Stick it, stick it up your ass. Yeah. Because, because <laughs> here's like the thing. That. Yeah, I, that's why. That's why I was getting it. <laughs> here's the thing. Like those mock drafts means nothing right now. Like you got to wait to really, pretty much bowl season to really like look at mocks. Because Someone you because who, yep. who gonna get hurt? You know <laughs> things happen. Things happen, and then also you gotta think about they gotta take physicals. Man. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Who gonna get popped for some? You know who gonna be on some lanes? Yeah. Who gonna be filling up Uber drivers? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> who gonna steal some shrimp or some crab legs? <laughs> well, those guys get drafted by teams, but Arthur Blake don't. You know he won't pick those type of guys. But and but also crab, on, leg, crab legs can get get drafted. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. In and and also on top of that, that's why I said don't look at mocks. I'm not mocking nobody right now. First off, you don't even know where we go fall in the draft. We may end up picking 13th or 16th in the draft. You never know. I doubt it. I, I look. I doubt it too. But you never know. Things happen. <laughs> look, look, we thought we thought we was gonna be we thought we was gonna be four and twelve last year. Look what happened. We were seven and nine. So hey, it is what it is. Now I said like don't worry about mocks right now. Cause you don't know where we're gonna fall. Not only that, we gonna pretty much clean house. So whoever comes in, you know, they gonna have their own philosophy. Yeah, they go, they gonna have their own philosophy, their own scouting department, or who they want. Cause guess what? If Thomas Dimitrov leaves, you gonna, you gonna that whole scouting department we have, they gone. They're gonna be gone. So yeah. this is the funny thing, though. If you listen to the uh, the radio in Atlanta, Atlanta radio still is trying to convince us. We have a chance of making the playoffs. I'm like, what radio even station? If we, even if we ran the table, I don't think at eight and eight. What, what's the best we could do right now? Eight and eight. Nine and seven. Nine and seven. Seven and seven to nine. No, nine and seven. If that mean that means we got to win all to win all our games, we got to be nine and seven. 
And then you're looking at our team. You're looking at everybody's ahead of us right now. You got the Saints twice. You have pretty much you have you have the whole you had the whole NFC tw- South twice. You got Jacksonville and you got San Francisco. So I don't even think there's any possible way you could finish nine and seven, but Atlanta Radio is still trying to keep us, keep us involved, keep us engaged, and saying there's still a chance. I'm like, nah, the chance is over. It's over. Yeah, Mad Mike joined the chat. Tom, I said, yeah, forget the uh, mock draft because uh, right, like like we said right now, you don't you don't you don't know where we're gonna fall. Like I said, and then you got a whole new you got a whole new GM coming in and stuff. They are gonna bring in their own scouting uh, team. And they go like figure out what we need. So hey, yeah. like he didn't exactly say forget the mock draft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are y'all are y'all are y'all following? Speaking of, speaking of draft, what are we getting for Sanu? Are we getting another second round? We getting a second round. We get two second round picks. Yes, but that, round picks, okay. but that second round pick, that second round pick we got from the Patriots is really a low key third round pick because it's gonna pretty much be the end of the, it's gonna be in the second round anyway. So probably yeah. so. Yeah. 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 So, but uh, but yeah, I was one more thing before we end the show. Are y'all following um Lieutenant Dan on attention of grounding? No, I don't think no. we are. All right, y'all following them and subscribing them on YouTube. Him to him on YouTube, like he does a great job um draft mock drafts and stuff. He's not gonna really start doing that to probably like January. So, and we we pretty much under that umbrella, the unintentional grounding umbrella as well. So, um, yeah, um, through the whole process of, you know, Senior Bowl, the East and West Shrine game, um, the scouting combine, all that, like, we do a good job. I mean, he has our own team of scout, like, scouting department, and they look at um, film of um, these college prospects and stuff. And I did a lot of that stuff last year with them, too, and stuff. And I'm going to do it again as well. I'm going to start probably looking at players um, a little bit before bowl week. So, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. Definitely uh, uh, hit us up on Twitter, man, as, as a reminder when it comes out. I got you. I got you. I got you. Y'all subscribe to the uh, y'all subscribe to our channel, and then y'all yes. YouTube channel. Yes. All right. All right. Appreciate it. All right. All right. Well, uh, appreciate y'all coming on, and uh, let everybody know where they can find y'all. Man, you can find us at what'supfalcons.com. You can also find us. We're exclusively on uh, Armchair All American. Uh, as under their umbrella, they're a pretty big uh, podcast uh, network for sports. So we're their Falcons uh, show, and you can check us out on iTunes, and you can check us out on Twitter and SoundCloud. Okay, good. Appreciate y'all and coming we usually on. Have some big time, we usually have some big time guests on our show: Caitlyn Jenner, R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, <laughs> the ghost of Michael Jackson, <laughs> the ghost of Prince. We have. You name it, we got them on the show, man. So you can find some some big time exclusive interviews with some big time people. <laughs> that sounds interesting. It is. It is. Yeah, it does sound interesting. I'm, 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 I'm gonna definitely check it out when we get off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. And thanks for having us, guys. We really appreciate it. All right. No problem. All right, Coach. Go ahead. And you have anything else to say, Coach? Before we end. Uh. No, man. No, no. Enjoy talking to y'all, man. Enjoy All talking right. to y'all. Some good talk. All right. Same here, man. Cool, All man. Right. We'll appreciate it. Next time. All right, you guys, Um, everybody in the chat and everybody watching us live, appreciate y'all jo- uh, joining us tonight. Um, sorry we can't read through all y'all stuff because we was in, pretty much in the heat of debate. <laughs> uh, we're going to pretty much come back Tuesday, this Tuesday, and we're going to bring in uh, CC Ryder. 
Um, I know y'all y'all know who CC Ryder is. We're gonna try. To, I'm gonna try to get Mad Mike to come on. Um, Mad Mike, what you talking about, man? All right. Yeah, and man, what are you talking about? What's up, fellas? Yeah, yeah, Matt, Mike, what you talking about, man? Let me know what's what's going on. But anyway, um, everybody watching the show live, appreciate y'all watching the show with us tonight, and then everybody who's gonna watch this at a later date. Um, hey, glad y'all could join us and you know watch it. <laughs> let us know what y'all, which let us know what y'all think in the comment section, and also uh, we'll be back Wednesday as well with our rivalry week show. So we're gonna do two shows this week one tuesday and then one wednesday because we feel like you know talking about the falcons you know you can't never you know never have no time to talk about them so hey, it is what it is so um Great. join us tuesday and wednesday all right so if you're new to the channel you already know what to do hit that subscribe button also hit that like button subscribe. share this content out with um other Atlanta sports fanatics and hit us up in the comment section. <laughs> As always, come hello. It's your hometown sports podcast. All right, Matt, Mike, I'm about to hit. I'm about to hit you up here in a minute, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike going crazy in the chat. Mike, Mike drinking a little something. All right, we'll we'll see y'all Tuesday we'll evening. Uh, appreciate y'all joining we'll us, man. Down. We'll see y'all Tuesday evening. Y'all have a great evening. All right.